from the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Hello there, I'm Graham VK4 Baker Baker. This is the WIA National News for week commencing July 18. WIA Centenary Update, WIA Centenary Activity Update. On this broadcast last week, we announced that Science Alive 2010 on the 7th and 8th of August in Adelaide will have a WIA centenary-themed radio and communications display. Those attending this popular science-orientated public event in the Goida Pavilion, Adelaide Showgrounds, will get to see the amateur radio display and talk to its organisers, Adrian VK5ZSN, Paul VK5PH and Paul Schultz VK5FPAW. Now this week, the WIA Centenary Committee announces it has also endorsed the Super Springtime in VK6, a collaborative amateur radio promotional initiative during September by Western Australia Repeater Group, West Australia VHF Group, Weissen in WA and the Scout Communication and Technology Team. This includes the use of the VK100 WIA call sign for a total of nine days at the Royal Perth Show and also the Wireless Hill Museum. A very successful time was had last weekend by the Sunraysia Radio Club at the Triannual Junction Rally. That's where the Murray and Darling Rivers meet at Wentworth. Vintage tractors, steam engines popped and chugged, more than 3,000 visitors. VK100 WIA was put to air and the atmosphere of the rally could be heard in the background during many of the QSOs. In fact, Gary VK3KYF and Ray VK3HSR had to interrupt their VK100 WIA operation on numerous occasions to talk with keenly interested visitors and hand out the popular Calling CQ pamphlets. Good publicity was obtained, again using the WIA media kit for the Wireless Institute of Australia, the Sunraysia Radio Group and the Amateur Radio generally. This included coverage in the Independent Star online newspaper and a mention on a local TV news session. The Ipswich and District Radio Club to make mayoral presentation. Yes, a special presentation to be made soon by the club to the Mayor of Ipswich, Mr Paul Pasali, of a VK100 WIA polo shirt, during a morning tea at the clubhouse to thank the five club members who put the special call sign on air. Also being invited are Ipswich councillors Paul Tully, VK4FPGT, and Andrew Antolli, who is Club Honorary Vice President, along with WIA Vice President Ewan McLeod, VK4ERM. Another fine example of the support and involvement of WIA-affiliated clubs for the centenary celebration. Gympie Communications and Electronics Group last week had its turnout at operating the VK100 WIA call sign. Greg, VK4VBU and Bob, VK4MR, were the two main operators over the three-day period with CW contacts, also made by Alan, VK4EAB. Alan kicked off the VK100 WIA call on CW shortly after zero hours UTC on the 7th of July. The timing for the group turned out to be a little tricky as we had a couple of members with HF stations away at the time, but luckily Greg's brand new standard call sign came through on the afternoon of the first day. Bob VK4MR returned in the nick of time and made a concentrated effort to really clock up the contact count. The final tally is around 200 contacts for the Gympie group, including the CW contacts and a few incoming IRLP calls. Thanks, Trev. VK4BAT. WIA Centenary Award and more have been claimed and issued during the past week. 
Congratulations on this achievement goes to Vincent Henderson, VK7VH, John Mullen, VK3FJHM, Jeff Atkinson, VK3TL, and Noel Ferguson, VK3FI. A quick look at the VK100WIA online log shows that many others have already made sufficient contacts or will do so soon to qualify for the WIA Centenary Award. Check out the rules and how to make a claim? Well, check them out on the WIA website, wia.org.au. Why not get a certificate to display in your radio shack as confirmation of having celebrated the centenary of organised amateur radio in Australia? Looking ahead at the roster of VK100 WIA, Monday the 19th through to Wednesday 21 of July, Moorabbin District Radio Club operating the call sign, its radio museum, one of Australia's most comprehensive dedicated amateur radio museums in Australia, at the combined club rooms in Turner Road, Highgate, that's at uh, Hyatt, will be open to the public. Alara is rostered on Thursday, July 22 through to Saturday the 24th. It'll put VK100 WIA on air from various locations, including transmissions through the Melbourne Digital Amateur Television Repeater VK3 RTV, and on Saturday, 1000 hours to 1200 UTC, originating from VK5, it will be Alara's 35th birthday net, 3588. Sunday the 25th through to Tuesday 27th, the Townsville Amateur Radio Club from SES headquarters in Green Street, West End. And does the Townsville Amateur Radio Club have a great storyline for its local media? Australia's first known occasion when radio amateurs provided emergency communications occurred in Townsville. And rounding off the VK100 WIA roster in July, Frankston and Mornington Peninsula Amateur Radio Club and the Hills Amateur Radio Group. More about them next week. This is Gordon, VK4VP, with hams across Australia. VK1. This month, two presentations. Andrew, VK1DA, will be talking about his recent trip to Dayton, Ohio, followed by a presentation and demonstration of VK1RWN, the new D-Star repeater for Canberra. Tony, VK1VIC, and Bruce, VK2MIB, We'll be presenting a top-to-bottom, inside-out, front-to-back presentation on how to use the system and how it was built and is operated. Feel free to go along, enjoy a warm cuppa, sit back and enjoy this month's meeting. Don't forget to check the QSL cards out as the WIA have been busy, 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 getting them out and about for all the contacts thus far. So 28 July commencing at 19.30 or 7.30pm, whichever you prefer, Mount Mugger Scout Hall. VK2, Blue Mountains Amateur Radio Club, is holding its annual Winterfest August 28 at the Clubhouse in Orchard Hills. Vendors and displays from Yesu, Action Comms, ATRC, NBS Antennas and Masts, AUZ Comms, Alara, Amset, Flea Market and Boot Sales, Food and Drinks. So go along and grab a bargain. More information, www.bmarc.org. Follow the prompts to Winterfest page. VK4, Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club. Recently, guest speakers at general meetings have been club members describing how they got into amateur radio. This has been very interesting and shows the different paths some of us have taken to get into the hobby. Sunday Barbecue. Today, the club is open for the monthly barbecue social meeting. After the news is finished, there will be a fox hunt for people to test their skills against the wily fox. Lester, VK4ALH, is in charge of hiding the fox and advises you will need a car as it's not going to be within walking distance. VK100WIA. 
Skarka's use of the VK100 WIA callsign on the 8th through to the 10th of September this year. This is leading up to the annual Sunfest that will be held in the same location as the past few years at the Wombai School of Arts building in the main street of Wombai. VK7, Sorrel Men's Shed Winter Hamfest. The Sorrel Men's Shed will be holding a Winter Hamfest on Sunday the 25th of July. There will be science and technology displays, wind turbines and charging systems, homebrew competition, antenna construction workshops, VK7 SMS station will be on the air, show and tell table, pre-loved items for sale, swap or trade and a trade table. Gold coin donation with all proceeds going to Sorrel Men's Shed. Cradle Coast Amateur Radio Club. Members are advised that due to clash with other events, the next meeting of the Cradle Coast Amateur Radio Club will be held Saturday, July 24th, which is one week earlier than normal. The start time will still be the same as usual, being 1.30pm at the Penguin Lions Club Rooms, 19 Ironcliffe Road, Penguin. Well, that's it from me. I'm Gordon, VK4VP. Are you listening in southeast Queensland? Then listen up, we've got some ACMA news for you. ACMA changes to the 403 520Hz meg band. Public comments on these allocations are invited by the 6th of June. Just go to www.acma.gov.au forward slash 400MHZ review. But the big one is the 400 meg road show. That's next Thursday the 22nd of July at Holiday Inn 159 Roma Street in Brisbane and interested persons are invited to attend for questions and answers. All details on acma.gov.au VK1WIA Education Youth and Advancement of Amateur Radio MP visit ZL3 Radio Buildathon as part of Triple C Kids Fest 2010, www.kidsfest.co.nz, the second in a series of three ZL3 Radio Buildathons was held in Burnside Christchurch, New Zealand, July the 8th. Designed to introduce electronic construction and amateur radio to Christchurch youth, an enthusiastic group of 15 builders completed their AM broadcast radio receivers in record time. All worked. Builders also came from as far away as Timaru and Hamilton NZ, plus Asia and Egypt. Nikki Wagner MP was presented by David Searles at L3DWS with a wide-ranging history of amateur radio in NZ, written by Ian Doherty. She then spent an hour meeting the children and local radio amateurs, who gave of their time to ensure each radio worked. A total of 44 parents, children and radio amateurs joined in the fun. Sponsored by the Christchurch City Council, NZART Radio Science Education Trust Inc., NZ Vintage Radio Society Christchurch, and branches 05, 56 and 68 of NZART and CARDS. To learn more about the public service of amateur radio in NZ, visit nzart.org.nz. Taking amateur radio into the classroom. Primary school students are being shown aspects of amateur radio by members of the Orange and District Amateur Radio Club in Central West New South Wales. As part of the club's celebration of the centenary of organised amateur radio in Australia, which we reported on last week's broadcast, now comes news that club members have been visiting the Glenroy Heights Public School. Year 5 and 6 class teacher Rachel Livingston says her students have been learning basic Morse code and new construction skills. The boys and girls have been enjoying learning something new. 
Orange and District Amateur Radio Club member Ross Wilson, VK2ER, has been teaching the code and they were able to communicate using it, while Richard Morrison, VK2SON, has been conducting the weekly classes on electronics and soldering. First starting out with small projects to learn the skill of soldering, they have recently built a radio transmitter. This training will continue for the rest of this year and sounds like a good model that could be picked up by other radio clubs around Australia. Can I have amateur radio for $1,000, Alex? Young amateur makes her mark on Jeopardy. For hams who are fans of television quiz show Jeopardy, where contestants have to answer in the form of a question, the July 6th show in the USA was a real treat. Andrea Salt, KE7OPV of Arizona, was a contestant, but what makes Andrea's time on Jeopardy even more special is that she is only 13. All that week, Jeopardy hosted their annual Kids Week, To be eligible to participate in Kids Week, all contestants must be between the ages of 10 to 13 and pass an online test consisting of 30 questions. The questions cover a variety of categories and the kids must answer each question within 20 seconds. And yes, spelling does count. For those with pay-per-view in VK, no doubt Andrea will fast be approaching about 17 by the time we get to see it out here. Hi, hi. From Sunny Sawtell, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1WIA. Operational News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. Special Events and On-Air Contest Column, Dateline 2010. July 31, ZL1 Takery Sprint, Phone 1000, 11 hours UTC. August 7, ZLY Tackery Sprint CW, 1000, 11 hours UTC. August 21 and 22, International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend. October 23, WIA National Field Day. October 2 and 3, WIA Oceania DX Contest Phone. October 9 and 10, WIA Oceania DX Contest CW. November 20 and 21, WIA Spring VHF UHF Field Day. Of course, August 14 and 15 is the WIA Remembrance Day contest. Good morning, Trent VK4TI here. Vox or PTT? What's better in a contesting environment? In multi-op stations, the use of keyed mics and headsets is all but mandatory. By using a full headset, you free up the hands to operate a PC, radio or hand log. Most modern rigs offer a single plug for PTT, speaker and mic, so it's very easy and neat to wire up your rig to take all three and make your contesting much easier. Back to the news desk. Hello listeners, I'm Peter Harding, VK4OD, the WIA RD Contest Manager. Just to reiterate, due to some unforeseen circumstances, the rules of my introduction to the 2010 Remembrance Day contest failed to make it into the July Amateur Radio magazine. If you need a copy of these rules, you can log on to the WIA website at the bottom of the RD uh, contest page. Is a link to download a PDF copy of the rules and my introduction. Or you can email me at rdlogs at wia.org.au and I can send you a copy of both if required. And they will be in PDF format. Basically... There has been no changes since last year. However, as this is the WIA's premier annual contest, I'd like to get all the rules published each year. Today being Sunday the 18th of July, and as this news goes to air, you have about four weeks left to check your local club to see if they are going to participate 
and that your equipment, antennas, log sheets and logging software is up to date. As I record this segment, I have a short time left to assemble the documents for the RD contest. These printable log sheets, declarations, etc. hopefully will be available over the next couple of weeks. I hope to make available these pages uh, at the bottom of the RD contest page as a downloadable document. Until next week, this is Peter. Strong growth for International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend. There's no stopping this popular annual event held each August with demonstrated interest by radio amateurs around the world continuing to grow. While there are regulars who have participated in this weekend for the past decade, a strong trend is the registration of virgin or never-before-activated lighthouses, only going to prove there are plenty of lighthouses for anyone wanting to give this fun event a try. An example is Australia, with 10 of its 42 registrations so far this year being Virgin Lighthouses in VK2, VK5, VK6 and VK7. With only four weeks to go to the International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend on the 21st and 22nd of August, the progressive tally is 250 registered with many for the first time. Germany, with 43 registrations, is just ahead of Australia on 42, followed by the USA 29 and England 25. Organisers of the event, the Air Radio Club of Scotland, GM0AYR, are expecting a late rush of online registrations to the website illw.net from radio amateurs in more than 30 participating countries. I'm Jim Linton, VK3PC, and you're listening to VK1WIA. Special event stations, repeater, beacon, DX, and advice. On the air, the 5K 200 Columbia special event. On the air, keep an open ear for what are called duly authorised members of the Colombian Radio Amateur Association to be active as 5K 200 LR throughout 2010. This is a special event called to celebrate the bicentennial and celebrate the independence of Colombia. QSL electronically log via logbook of the world or direct to HK3 LR. DX0DX Expedition 2011 Spratly Islands Update The team headed by Chris VK3FY continues to work towards completing a range of matters mainly related to the logistics that go with such a large and prolonged expedition on a remote island. A multinational group of up to 30 amateur radio operators from 11 countries will reach Thaido Island in the South China Sea by boat in three dedicated teams to put DX0DX on the air 6 to the 24th of January 2011. A recent change in local government leadership has occurred on the island and Chris VK3FI reports it has been reassuring that the level of support and encouragement from officials remains strong. The appointed DX0DX QSL manager is Bob Sheck, N2OO, who has a very good track record in handling the QSLing for more than 100 expeditions. With six months to go before DX0DX gets on air, Chris VK3FI reports that steady progress is being made to seek further sponsorship and funding support. Acknowledgements of corporate sponsors, some of the biggest names in ham radio, and donations by individual radio amateurs are listed on the DX0DX website. Support has also been given by the IARU Region 3 Member Society, Philippine Amateur Radio Association, PARA, DXWorld.net, and Clublog.org. A quick note in to say that TISAT-1 Beacon is being heard. The 437.305 MHz CW beacon of TISAT-1 has been heard sending HI, 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 TISAT-K. 
Details of modes and scheduling can be found at wia.org.au and read the text edition. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Enningham. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. And VK3, it can be heard on VK3 REC repeater on 147.175 MHz at 9.30am on Sunday morning. The broadcast is repeated on Wednesday evening at 8pm. I'm John, VK3 ARK. Produced by Q News for the WIA, this is the National News Service, relayed throughout Australia and originates from VK1 WIA. Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ATV. Alan, VK4NA, tells us that three Brisbane area clubs have met to improve amateur television, held at the home of Richard, VK4XRL, on Saturday, July the 10th, to look at combining the resources of clubs and improving ATV repeaters in the greater Brisbane area. South East Queensland ATV Group, Brisbane Digital ATV Group and Queensland Digital Group. The BD ATV Group and the SEQ ATV Group each running ATV within a few hundred metres of the north-west of the Brisbane area at Ocean View. Those present agreed to that combining the equipment at the sites is in the best interests of all ATV operators in Brisbane. VK4RC is now transmitting digital ATV on 428.5 MHz. Both 1250FM and DATV are being received and the preferred choice of frequency should be 442 to 450 as they expect to lose the 420 to 430 MHz band in the near future as a result of the ACMA's restructuring of these UHF bands. It may be just that commercial users will move into the 440 to 450 MHz band on a temporary basis subject to agreement from the Department of Defence. Shifts are to occur before December 2012. This is more likely to occur in the high-density areas such as the capital cities. The meeting decided that at this stage the plan is to use the repeater output of 446.5 MHz, the Australian standard digital with two output streams. Input of 1250 MHz and 1283 MHz FM will be the minimum receive equipment. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Digital End of the Road for Amateur Radio Digital Mode ROS It would appear that the latest version of the Amateur Radio Digital Mode software ROS may also prove to be its last. Writing on his website, the software's author, Jose Alberto, says ROS 1.0 the last. Jose says, I've been reading too many derogatory comments towards me in the digital group and the Ross Digital All Modem group, so I understand that it's not worth further to evolve the software. So ROS 1.0 is the last version. 73s from Jose Alberto. How many times do we see we operators being burnt out by sometimes other hams' thoughtlessness and often much closer to home? Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier Oscar News Archive CD Oscar News is the official journal of the amateur radio satellite organisation AMSAT UK. All 47 issues published from 2000 to 2009 are available on CD. 
containing more than 2,000 pages of information about amateur satellites ranging from homebrew electronics projects to scientific papers. This archive offers an intriguing insight into the development of amateur radio satellites during the fast-moving decade. More details can be found on the AMSAT UK website, including a link for purchase of the CD. ESA Columbus, AIS system antenna built by a ham. SpaceDaily.com reports that the European Space Agency's Columbus Module Maritime Automatic Identification System, or AIS, aboard the International Space Station was switched on. The AIS antenna, mounted externally on the Columbus module, was fabricated by AMSAT and ARIS member Lou McFadden W5DID and the United States ARIS team. The group has also constructed a nearly identical amateur band antenna for ARIS operations that will be used when the Ericsson amateur radio gear is activated in early 2011. And how well does this new antenna work? Well, the European Space Agency reports receiving more than 90,000 Class A AIS messages during the 14-hour test. This generated a global view of maritime traffic as the ISS orbit crosses all major shipping lanes. A possible bonus, shuttle mission. The July 2nd UniverseToday.com newsletter reports that NASA announced new target dates for the final two or maybe three shuttle missions. The STS-133 is now aiming for November 1st at approximately 4.33pm EDT for the final flight of Shuttle Discovery. STS-134 will happen on February 26, 2011 at around 4.19pm EST for Shuttle Endeavour's last launch. However, there's now word for the potential of a bonus mission titled STS-135. If approved by Congress, it will launch sometime in August 2011. The latest word on that was that NASA officials hoped that the decision on whether or not to fly STS-135 would be made sometime this month. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Internet Linking of Repeaters VK4's Gladstone Amateur Radio Club would like to invite fellow hams to try restored IRLP node 6246. For locals, this can be accessed on your town UHF repeater, 438.050 MHz. Worldwide Special Interest Group Optics. July Presentation Constructors Night, Optical Transceivers Abound. There are now 20 more optical transceivers in southern Tasmania, and even two on their way to VK5 for their science fair. It was a fantastic night, with a full house of constructors all eager to get into building their transceivers. Even a few guests along in young Sam, who is Patrick VK7FPJB's cousin, and dare we say it, young Shane, who came along with Ben, VK7BEN. All the kits that were started on the night were finished, and got them all working and tested. Mike... VK7MJ brought along his test transmitter and Justin VK7TW brought along his big optical transceiver to send and receive a signal along with a range of lenses, both traditional and fresnel, and reflectors to demonstrate how the lens or reflector provide a gain and increases the distance that can be worked. From the feedback, it was a wonderful night and they'll be certainly planning another for next year. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Rescue Radio Global Amateur Radio Emergency Communications Conference 2010 
the role of amateur radio, following the devastating earthquakes in Haiti and Chile, and the lessons learnt during those major disasters will be discussed at GARIC 2010. The Global Amateur Radio Emergency Communications Conference, or GARIC, with the theme Learning Through Practicing, will be held in Caraco in the Netherlands Antilles on the 11th and 12th of October. The event is being organised in cooperation with the Dutch Amateur Radio Emergency Service and Holland's International Amateur Radio Union member Society Verona. The GARIC 2010 draft agenda includes attendance by International Telecommunications Union Secretary-General Dr Hamadoun Touré, HB9EHT, and from the ITU's MCOM Focus Development Bureau, Dr Cosmos Zavazeva. Also on the agenda are discussions on the future role of amateur radio service in MCOMs, how to organise and exercise message forwarding and technical solutions, GARIC continues its mission of enabling the effective interchange of information and experiences between all radio amateurs and groups that are interested in emergency communications. Presentations from its past conferences and details of GARIC 2010 can be found on its website www.garic.net. Well that's all I have for you this week. This has been Robert, VK3DN, reporting from Malaysia. Next week, the WIA National News will come from the two Bryans in Melbourne, so keep your ears tuned for that one. Look, those of you that uh, would like to know what's happening on the social scene, just pop along to wia.org.au and read the text edition of this news, because I'm afraid we're completely out of time this week. Thanks to everybody for sending in all the information, particularly Jim Linton, VK3PC, and all the crew that are looking after the details of the WIA centenary and the associated media. There's been lots of news coming through, and that certainly is appreciated. Thanks, Jim, and all the gang. Till next we see you, I'm Graham VK4, Baker Baker. Walk softly. We've reported, you decide.